We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Edwards, he breaks it back with running room on the ball. Edwards, down to Saturday. Dylan Edwards, touchdown Colorado. 75 yards. What a way to start the second half for the Buffaloes as they try to put TCU to sleep. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff off vacation and back with you now throughout the football season. Mm. Perloff, we had to start the show with a Colorado Buffaloes highlight. <laughs> Maggie, it just it can't be this easy. It can't be this easy that you just overturn the whole team and all of a sudden you look like you guys have been playing together for eight years. There, I just can barely believe what I saw in the Colorado TCU game. You know what you sound like? A non-believer. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no. the door for the non-believers. I mean, I think what Dion did and what the Colorado Buffaloes did, and by the way, Dylan Edwards in that highlight, just one of four wide receivers from Colorado to tally over 100 yards receiving, including Travis Hunter, who we'll talk about, and Shador Sanders, who we'll talk about as the quarterback, wide receiver, cornerback, respectively. But if you're not a believer, I mean, there's the door. Like, it's hey, it's the best story in sports right now. Whether you love it or whether you hate it, you cannot turn away from Colorado. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's parse our words here. Yeah. Does so by saying I didn't say it wasn't the best story. By saying, do you believe it? Does that mean they're going to go nine and two? What does belief mean? Define this. Like, what what is a reasonable expectation? It means something different now after that upset of TCU. They go in as a twenty point underdog, and now I think believing it. I don't think Deion Sanders would say this. This is what I'm saying, Maggie Gray. I think that it means bowl eligible, playing in a bowl game, which would have been inconceivable just a a few days ago. It's a four and a half win total, so it seems unlikely to get to six or seven. Now, here's the question, though. Are our teams going to figure this out? Is this going to sustain itself? Listen, I, I was into it Saturday. You asked I was totally me to get it. on the bandwagon. I was totally into it. I wanted to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. But since then, since then, the bandwagon's become such a fiery bandwagon. It's, it's just too much. I can't handle the heat. <laughs> what do you, like, mean you can't handle People it? are so excited. I, I just don't understand really, like, are we talking now like an eight and four season? Is that realistic? Because I saw the game on Saturday and I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking eight and four or something like that. Like, why isn't this team going to be really good this fast? Then another part of my brain is like, you just can't pull it together this fast, but it seems like Dion has. You know, I think that it's true. It's something that we have not seen yeah. with 87 new players, unprecedented roster turnover, thanks in part to the transfer portal. And the fact that Dion really had, I think, two things. One, we knew about Travis Hunter. The two-way star played almost 130 snaps against TCU in the 100-degree Texas heat and looked spectacular on both sides of the ball. He becomes the first player in more than 20 years to have over 100 yards receiving and also record an interception in a game. He's amazing, but we knew that. Yeah. He could have gone to Florida State or every other team, FBS team, that 
recruited him, but decided to go to Jackson State with Dion and go to an HBCU and then came with him to Colorado. Okay, we knew that he was going to be great. I did not know Shador Sanders was this good. He looked so polished. Now, TCU's defense was not amazing, even though they have some studs on defense, supposedly. 38 for 47, 510 yards, four touchdowns, no pick. Shador Sanders looks polished and looks like a pro. Okay. I disagree a little bit on Travis Hunter. And I agree, Shador Sanders looks amazing. There's no doubt about it. Definitely a pro. Uh, the problem, Travis Hunter, yeah, we knew he was good, but we did not know what was coming on Saturday. How could you ever predict that? There's only one player who I've ever seen in history who's looked that good on both sides of the ball, and that's the coach. Yeah. There's ne- you said, yes, we knew he was good. Did we know he was going to dominate the game from the cornerback position and then get 10 catches for over 100 yards? <laughs> no, I mean, this, yeah. to me... Uh, that was an education watching him. It was unbelievable. I, I, I agree with you. Sanders was great, but the really, really special player is Travis Hunter. And I just, I can't even put into words how special he was. I've never seen that. I described him as Shohei on yeah. uh, on Twitter. It's amazing. Cornerback, he's perfect. He, he knew what the quarterback was going to do on every play. And then a wide receiver, I mean... He was the best wide receiver on the team. I know Dylan Edwards had a big game. He was making spectacular catches it's totally unprecedented. I, I can't believe it. That's why I have trouble believing it, Maggie. That's why I can't believe they can sustain this part of me. Well, I mean, playing 130 snaps and doing it in that kind of heat, I mean, can Travis Hunter continue to play that amount of workload? Can he have that heavy workload and stay healthy and stay dominant? I mean, that's something that, quite frankly, only Dion would know or yeah. someone who's done played like that at a high level. So, obviously, he's in the best place for him. Uh, Stu, let's hear Dion talking about Travis Hunter. This was courtesy of the Pat McAfee. That kid is straight different. Yeah. He is different. He's the first rounder. He's the first pick overall when it's his opportunity to go in the NFL draft. First pick overall on both sides of the ball. Are they going to let him do and both in the NFL, you think? Well, only a fool won't let him do both because he's going to be the best player on either side. You're so right about the Otani comparison, right? Because, yeah. and one thing Dion said in that interview is that in order to play on both sides of the ball like that, you have to be elite at one of them in order to play both. And so obviously Hunter's an elite corner and then he, he's able to play wide receiver so spectacularly. He, Dion said, if you're only good at both, it's not going to work. It's not going to be worth it. But if you're elite at one, you can play the other. Now, Hunter is not eligible to go into the NFL draft until 2025. Meanwhile, his son, though, Shador, is eligible mm-hmm. with this draft class yeah. of Caleb Williams, Drake May, and there were <laughs> probably six or seven other quarterbacks in week one that looked amazing. Yeah, I mean... I. There's a lot lot left to be seen about Shador Sanders. It's a long season. He didn't look... I don't know how tall he is. He's not like um, Drake May at North Carolina, who's clear, easy 6'4", looks like he's 6'5". I, I do worry Shador might be a little small. 6'2". Six, 6'2". Six, okay, I just saw six, Bryce two. Young get drafted <laughs> number one well, overall. No, 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 but I'm saying he's listed 6'2". He's obviously not like a, a gigantic kid. So that's that's good. I mean, I'm 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 now debating will he go four or nine. By the way, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not like saying he's not a person. matters round. anymore. Do we, do we, can well, we put that to bed? Well, nah, I would not. Uh, Anthony Richardson. If Anthony Richardson was five eleven, would he have gone number four in this year's draft? Probably not. Okay. Anyway, Shador Sanders is going high, but uh, you know, again, can they keep this up? They couldn't stop the run at all, and they couldn't run the ball. 
So I think that teams are going to try and try and sort of pin them into what they don't do well. Sure. TCU had no idea. If Yes, yeah. now Matt Rule, yeah. when Colorado plays Nebraska this week, coming up, yeah. this weekend, he's going to have a little bit more to go on. But Nebraska's coming off of this last-second yeah. loss to Minnesota that was a heartbreaker. Nebraska should not call pass play the entire game. That is clear. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. <laughs> Talking about a team that's just as you know new and, and different, like Nebraska has no idea what they're doing either. So I don't <laughs> think that they're going to play. They're like, What's the spread, Maggie? What's the latest spread? I believe it was Colorado minus three. Okay, can we can we pool all four of our money together and bet on Colorado <laughs> in this one? <laughs> I'm happy to because I'm a believer. You, on the other hand, I don't think you would put yourself staunchly in that category yet. No, although I live bet that entire game on Colorado. Three plays in, you could see TCU had no interest in tackling anybody. And then I kept live betting the over, and it went up. By the end, it went up to 91.4 was the over to live bet, and I lost. Because nobody could tackle anybody. What was going on there? I don't think it's going to be like that. I think Shador Sanders is going to have a Heisman-like season. I think Hunter will have a Heisman-like season. But they have to come back to earth. So that means, yes, I'm not a believer. I think they come back to earth. I'm going to say it. All right. Well, speaking of believers, and this is what really kicked this off, this was Deion Sanders after the win against TCU had a bit of a back and forth with ESPN's Ed Werder. What's up, boss? You believe now? Of all the you, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh no, do you believe now? Huh? Who said I didn't believe oh, before? No, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. Now. I read through that. I sifted <laughs> what, through. What all did that. I write? Yeah. What did I write? Oh no. Come Can on. I ask my question? Do you believe in what? You don't believe. I do believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. <laughs> Next question. Uh, This is all just one big show, and we're all here front row for the show because this is not about, like, journalism anymore. (laughs) You know, of course, people who cover teams don't root for teams. We all know that if you have half a brain, you know it. It doesn't matter. This is about the show, and I'm happy to have a front row seat for the show. All right. We all do. I don't know. I'm already over it. <laughs> you can't be over it. I'm it just started. It. <laughs> it's impossible to be over it. It, it. Nothing's happened yet. We got one amazing win for Colorado. They were 20-point underdogs. That's it. That's all that's happened. No, I'm buying it. Perloff, the second we mentioned Dion, the second he walked in the door, oh. he just rolled his eyes and went, oh, he is over it. He's done with Dion. By, you, by the way, you said the we, best weekend we've ever seen. Maggie, you said it's one game. You had opened this segment by saying the Colorado football has arrived. I know. Well, I was a believer before. <laughs> <laughs> I was Do you believe this, that? I was a believer before because I couldn't understand how people rode off Colorado so dismissively. Because they had all new players. I, I know. And they got there. And they didn't even get there in January. They got there in the spring. They were talking about it during the game. Those guys, I don't even know how they learned all the plays and everything so fast. <laughs> they looked like a poised veteran team. And TCU, on the other hand, looked like, oh, we don't even have to try to win this game. And they learned out pretty quickly. We want to hear from you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Of course, want to say a hello to the Weedos. The Purple Drinkers had a fun time uh, on Friday and Monday, so thank you guys for keeping it going. Brian is in the chat. Sanders, meaning Shador, deserves some Heisman votes if he keeps that pace. Yes, throwing for 510 (laughs) yards and four touchdowns. But I think Travis Hunter really would be... Listen, Shador looks great and deserves Heisman votes. Perloff, you said it. But Hunter is the real spectacular thing here, right? The yeah. watching something that we haven't seen in such a long time. Absolutely. Although I'm trying to do the math. I'm pulling out my calculator. 510 times 12 games. That would put him on base for, I don't know, 
you know, a 9,000-yard college football season. <laughs> oh, if, okay. if he keeps this up, then he might win the Heisman. <laughs> then he might. Jeffrey, uh, wouldn't it be great if there were two finalists from Colorado? I think it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, they might, you know, sort of cannibalize each other. But you're right. Jeffrey Howells in the chat said that peanut butter lasted longer in Perloff than Colorado fandom. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> uh, you did not want to be there that night. <laughs> no, no, I'm still... No, no, no. I'm still a fan, but I, I don't get why you don't understand where I'm coming from. When everybody jumps onto a bandwagon, then it becomes annoying. By definition. You are the number one bandwagon right, jumper but I, in the world. <laughs> then I get off once everyone else joins it. I don't want to... Oh, so man. Perloff's this bandwagon rules. You could write a book about it. Yes. I mean, listen. I Have I changed my college football allegiances over the last five days? <laughs> Am I off that Clemson bandwagon? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what gave you the first clue? The well, you that- know, you know I love me some Duke football. Daniel Jones... What's that guy who was on Dave the Giants for you? No, Dave Brown. Brown, sorry. What were they You're thinking of the backup for the Bengals. I was. His name Browning. Oh, yeah. Love me some Duke football. I don't know what you're talking about, bandwagon jumping. Yeah, sure. You invented it. 855-212-4CBS. Let's waste no time. Our pal Jay in Alabama. Jay, you had to like what you were seeing, right? Man, okay. First of all, I'm with Perloff. I hate serial bandwagon riders. You know what I mean? But um, You're talking yeah, to I one. Would- Perloff is the number one serial band. Don't let him fool you, Jay. You're too smart for no, that. No, he ain't fooling nobody. I, I've been listening to him long <laughs> enough to know. Yeah, he ain't pulling no wool over my eyes. But um, I, I, I was watching. First of all, I haven't been watching those sports. I was, I was like purposely like I'm waiting until football starts. And when I turned that game on, I was just hoping they didn't embarrass themselves because of all the haters out there. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a and lot like, riding on that game, no doubt. And they kind of yeah, celebrated it, like they won the Super Bowl, which might be a little bit concerning. They were really celebrating that victory, but you know what? They were 20-point underdogs. They deserve it. Well, I mean, I was celebrating too because, I mean, you had people like just childish, like people with their stupid podcast just like childishly hating on them. I mean, just childishly. Yeah. And they're still doing it like, oh, well, they're not going to beat they're not going to be Nebraska. Like, Nebraska got slow, pitching, corn-fed dudes up there. They're not going to be able to keep up with that. But, I mean, just the, the, the thing that got me the most was, um, and plus I heard people on the other side, like, well, as a black man, so there's, like, I can give a rat's ass about the whole black man thing. It's just as a human being, to be able to, like, cash in on your promises, or, like, do what you say you're going to do. He's like, like, Dion right now is like Broadway Joe guaranteeing the Super Bowl. Every <laughs> and he's winning the Super Bowl at every freaking stop. And, Jay, you're so right. I mean, the whole, like, listen, and, Jay, it's so good to hear from you. Glad you're well. Thanks for calling in. I, I, every team... Even Georgia last year were like, no one believes in us. Like, everyone plays the we're the underdog card, right? Because it's the best, most comfortable place to be in sports is to be chasing something, not being the chased, right? But the fact that Colorado, they had real, like, bulletin board material. I know you don't believe in bulletin board material. I do. Well, sure. And Dion played that card so well. Now, can we hear this, Stu? Can we play the Deion Sanders and about the motivation for the season? Now, this clip is just a tiny bit long, but I think it's worth it. And he's talking about how he played this up for his team. You throw in the doubt factor, 
of other people that that's something I could tug on with my kids. I could tug on with my team. I could tug on with my coaches. Like they don't believe us. They they think it's a game. They think it's a joke. They think we just flipped the schedule for no reason, just because we not the schedule the, the roster for no reason because we just wanted to. They don't they don't believe. So I long as you could give me a thread that I could pull on that heart. Oh my guys ready to hunt. They yeah. ready to hunt. So that was on the Pat McAfee show. And so my question where I am a Colorado believer, but I do think it's interesting what happens when they're now the hunted? Because clearly being the underdogs, being motivated by the haters or whatever, the non-believers, that was something Dion played up with the players and the coaches. What happens when mm. now everyone's believing on you because so many people are jumping on the bandwagon? Yeah, well, there's that. It's a very real issue. It's a great question. How do they respond? I think with a lot of confidence, because that's how <laughs> Dion does. But the other question, too, logistically, what happens when, obviously, you're not going to throw anywhere near Travis Hunter anymore? I, Travis Hunter had one pick that was it pretty much changed the game, but he got his hands on 15 footballs. So you're not going to throw it. So there's going to be strategic things. Now there's a little bit of tape. You know, you're going to probably do something different against Shador Sanders. You're going to look at I assume Nebraska would be like, that dude just threw for 500 yards. Whatever he did, TCU did, let's do the opposite. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Solid you're right. The challenge, actually, it's funny because I get this win. The challenge becomes so much harder, right? I mean, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's some expectations. We're not sneaking up on anybody. The opposite. You're right. I think it gets harder for Colorado. I mean, obviously. I don't know. They're over under. I was looking over. It was either three and a half or four and a half. Now, I mean, we're all betting over, right? You got to. But what if they start losing? Well, it doesn't matter. Because the proof of concept has worked. You can bring in all new transfers and beat a ranked team. I think he's already achieved something. It's going to be crazy when the schedule does start to get a little bit harder with USC and Oregon both out there looming. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to hear from you on everything Colorado. Okay, coming up, hold your breath time for one Super Bowl hopeful. They were already missing one player due to a contract holdout. Now they could be missing another due to an injury. This is all breaking news sort of right now. We'll get you the latest as soon as we get back on the other side. It is Maggie and Perloff. We are on CBS Sports Radio. You want to watch the show? Come on in. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. We say a hello to our CBS Sports Radio affiliates, who we absolutely adore. You can always download the Odyssey app. It's free. It's crystal clear. You can catch the show there or Sirius XM Channel 158. Coming back, injury news. This is going to be big, not just for a Super Bowl contender, but also for your fantasy team. Get all that for you on the other side. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff. Do you believe that? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff, one simple question. Do you believe? Give us a call if you are pro Dion, pro Colorado Buffs. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, Maggie T, some big NFL news. What do you got? Yeah, this one, not great. So the Kansas City Chiefs kick off the title defense on Thursday against the Detroit Lions, Perloff, 
we know they're in a contract standoff with Chris Jones, which is crazy that it's gotten this far and it's gone this far because he is their most important piece on defense. Well, more bad news. According to several NFL insiders, Travis Kelsey suffered a hyperextended knee in practice today, which means he is now uncertain for Thursday's game, according to Andy Reid. Wow. Yeah. This is really scary. I guess they took an MRI within the last hour. They're awaiting results. You know, you just hope that there's nothing, you know, you hear me, you immediately think ACL. Yep. Uh, of course. One thing I will say, if you're a Chiefs fan who's panicking, listen, you lost Tyreek Hill last year and you you just stormed to a yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, but no, there's this no, is yeah, different. But what's I, different? Kel- Kelsey is different because I bet there was a time. I know Kelsey has always been generous and, and, I, and takes less money because he really should be paid like a receiver. Yeah. He's paid like a tight end. But... There was probably a moment, I imagine, when they had to make a choice between Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, right? Or at some mm. point, and it was like, Kelsey is the guy who they couldn't let go. Kelsey has always been one of the most important pieces to that offense. I don't think he's as replaceable as you think. I mean, you have the best quarterback, the, maybe the most talented quarterback of all time. Yeah, I totally think he's replaceable. I think that offense is going to be fine. I think the Jones injury is much... I'm sorry, the Jones holdout yep. is much more important because... He is the entire defense. They, what do they got after him? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to stand here and take that George Karloftis uh, slander. Well, um, at least you have, at least you have, a, you know, you have Mahomes and other weapons. And I think you're facing a really good a Lions offense. If even if Kelsey doesn't play, your first concern is the defense. Yes, Chris Jones is massively important. I guess maybe Samter put this on the poll. Who would be more important, or how do I put it? Uh, who would be the bigger loss? for the Chiefs week one to play without Chris Jones or to play without Travis Kelsey. Now, we don't know that they're going to be without Kelsey. All we know is that it's uncertain, so we're trying not to jump to conclusions. But I tell you, this is the rest of the Chiefs receiving core, and you're telling me what? You got Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Kadarius Toney, and Sky Moore. Yeah. I watched the Super Bowl. Those guys tore my Eagles apart. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> tore them apart like they were like a knife through hot butter. Well, and of course, the immortal Isaiah Pacheco as your running back. I, uh, first of all, they got that rookie, Rasheed Rice, who is the fastest guy on the team, even with a bunch of fast guys. Yeah, but he's going to be playing in his first ever game. Oh, yeah. Get him on your fantasy team. Apparently, he dropped everything in the preseason and still was their most impressive player. He's great. <laughs> that and then, right. They have that kid, Justin Watson, of course, of University of Pennsylvania, Ivy Leaguer, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> Is that supposed to make me more uh, feel better about things or worse? Uh, I, I think that their their receiving core is fine. I think they'll be okay in the short term. Obviously, if this is real. I mean, Travis Kelsey's turning 34. You have to start thinking about this dude is not Tom Brady. He's not going to play tight end until he's 50 years old. So <laughs> the well, Chiefs know that. and They're trying to bring in young talent anyway. But who do you go to on third down? I mean, this has been the security blanket of Patrick Mahomes through their entire run together. That, you know how Mahomes is. It, he'll find some nobody. The guy you barely even heard of, he'll hit for a third and 18, and he'll find him 25 yards down the field. I don't know. Uh, if the Detroit Lions, who I know have also been receiving a lot of hype, we're talking about hype oh, yeah. teams today, Colorado being first and foremost after their win over TCU on Saturday. But, you know, the thing is, that Detroit offense is great. If they pick up where they left off last year, yeah. you've got to go score for score for, with them, you know? And 
Listen. Yeah, I mean, it's the Chiefs we're talking about. Okay. Is there one team in history that could go score for score with anybody? I mean, they lost Tyreek Hill. Say, I don't want to get into a Kelsey Tyreek. Actually, would, that sounds fun. But <laughs> yeah. Tyreek Hill is, is, I mean, what did he do the next year in Miami? He just basically lit up the record book. He's incredible. Yeah, he's awesome. Nobody thought that the offense would suffer when he left, and it did not suffer in significant ways. So I think in the short term, they can figure out a way around Kelsey. And come on, they have to start thinking about life post-Kelsey, right? Yeah. Well, yes, but... As far as, like, Andy Reid, do I trust him to come up with a game plan? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that part. But at the same time, like, you can't keep taking things away. And that's what it feels like with the Chiefs. You can't keep taking things away and not replenishing in a, like, real way and expect to keep the offense the same, right? Why not? You have Mahomes. You have Mahomes on one leg in the Super Bowl, and he was perfect. Yeah, I just, I'm not, I mean, Sky Moore... Okay, coming off of his rookie yeah. season, Kadarius Tony is <laughs> always a wild card. You're assuming Kadarius Tony's already hurt, and which he is, I or think. Or hurt, or getting ejected from the game, or just being a total weirdo. Watch out for this kid, Rashi Rice. He is legit. Tony's amazing when he's on the field. I think nobody had a problem no. with his talent. No, Tony, when he's on the field, is unreal. It's just getting him there. Yeah. And he did get ejected from that Cowboys game a couple years ago when he was with the Giants. Yeah, remember that game last year where Kelsey had four touchdowns? I mean, he is an unstoppable force. The chemistry with Mahomes is incredible, but Mahomes seems to find it with everybody. I'd worry a little bit about the line there, too. You know, they had some changes there. Uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Kelsey's, Chris Jones is everything to that team. They I are can't so believe thin it's gotten this far. I know. Pay the man. Easy for me to say. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, I know. not my money. Yeah, Pearl, if you're going to pony up, you got five on it for uh, the Chiefs. All right, one more hypothetical question. We'll get into more. Who would you pay first, Nick Bosa in San Francisco or Chris Jones in Kansas City? Who's younger? Uh, I, I would, I don't know. Imagine Bosa, right? How old is Chris Jones? Is he 30? Chris Jones is 30? I don't know. I might be making that Jones up. He's 29. 29. He's 29. And Bosa is what, 26? 25. Okay. Yeah. I think you just got to pay the younger person in this instance, No. Definitely. And Bose is the reigning defensive player of the year. I think I got to go with that. Yeah, no, my only issue is the Chiefs need him more. The Niners need Nick Bosa. The Chiefs are desperate for Chris Jones because they are such a no-name defense. Well, Always. clearly they're not. I mean, let's do 1 to 10 panic meter on a couple of these. If 1 being the littlest and 10 being the highest. Okay. If you're the Chiefs, where are you with Chris Jones on the panic meter? I'm a 10. The game's Ooh. in two freaking days, and Travis Kelsey just got hurt. Uh, I'm at a 7. Because the Chiefs defy expectations when it comes to losing players. Because of what they did with, without Tyreek Hill. Just but that's changed. on offense. Yeah, but on defense, they have nobody. They they basically haven't been able to tackle anybody for four years, and they've gotten <laughs> one, two Super Bowls. No, they always, like, the defense always just gets a lot better right at the end of the season. Yeah, and they weren't good against the Eagles, by the way. And they still came up with enough plays, sort of, to get through that game. So uh, that's a seven. What, what other? Nick Bosa. Another failure, I would say. The 49ers, it's amazing that they, and a credit to them that they're still Super Bowl contenders, when they have mismanaged a couple really obvious situations here. Maybe Trey Lance wasn't obvious, but that ends up being a terrible trade. Never worked out with the draft pick for a variety of reasons that we've rehashed over and over again, but that's an L for the front office. And I think the Nick Bosa getting this far is an L for the front office. You have to go back to the Bosa's dad, Nick and Joey Bosa's father was a first-round draft pick. Ackerman, I think I'm remembering this right. Didn't he hold out when he was a first-round pick? I don't believe so. I thought he did. I can't. I don't remember that. 
I got to double check it. They will hold out. The Joey Bosa's? Bosa did it. Nick Bosa will do it. Uh, I would say my panic meter is a nine for him because I think the Niners are sneaky dependent on Nick Bosa. He's the, he's the closest to a quarterback in the league. Based on the fact that I watched him really closely in 2020, when he got hurt, the entire team lost their confidence. They gave up on the season. Yeah. So I'm really worried about that. They do have a lot more talent on defense than the Chiefs. I, You know what? Maybe nine. I'll go eight. I'm sorry. I'm going to backtrack eight. What do you got? I mean, 10, 11, 12. I'm, I'm as high as you can possibly go on well, the so wait, just to Because clarify. you're starting off the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, ooh, who that's tough. Are, yeah. And listen, you can weather the storm with an early season, you know, with early season losses or whatever. And, and I'm not even sure that the 49ers are necessarily going to lose that game. You can weather the storm. The problem is, when do you get Bosa back? Is he going to be, like, ready to go right from the jump? That I'm not as worried about. Okay, but I'm just saying there's a reason d- dudes, you know, have mm-hmm. preseason in training camp. Yeah, I worry he could get hurt, but, I mean, he'll be effective as soon as he's in there. Okay, but then you also worry about, you know, well, those would be my main two words. Yeah, they also, When's he coming back, and is he going to be in shape? They paid a lot of money to get Javon Hargrave from the Eagles to bolster that defensive line, which was already insane. So they do have some options there. I wonder if that had anything to do with knowing Bosa was going to hold out. He's going to want. He probably wants. He wants to be the richest defensive player ever. Now, is there any defense for the team that they're trying to be smart here? They know they have a lot of guys to pay. I think that you paid Debo Samuel because he made a stake. Oh God, did he? Okay, you have. I'm talking about you know missteps that the front office had. I guess you have to give them a total win for drafting Brock Purdy with the last pick in the draft. So you have a cheap quarterback. So yeah, you yeah. got a lot of guys to play, but that that's the luxury when you have a young cheap QB. Yeah, yeah, they already made. I think Fred Warner might be the highest paid linebacker, and they have Javon Hargrave is right up there. Uh, one guy who they might not be able to pay. I read this was Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver. But is he that important? I mean, he's not Nick Bosa level important. So I think they're going to have tough choices to make. Bosa is the most important player there. Uh, you said panic though at eleven. Don't you think the Niners will figure this out? Um, they have to. Like yeah. they don't have another choice. All right. Any other panics here? Brian Burns of no. the Carolina Panthers has decided with the season basically approaching that now he's going to do a hold in. Not um, no panic <laughs> at all because I have no expectations for the Panthers. Right? Um, yes, I do think that he could hold in, but what's the difference? They don't have any... They're not trying to win anything this year, are they? Uh, I mean, that division is definitely going to be open. I'm not handing it to the Falcons or the Saints. I mean, I think that it could be really competitive. 855-212-4CBS. Samter, do we have the pull-up, sir? We do, and it's shocking to me. 84% go Travis Kelsey would be a bigger loss than Chris Jones. Just wait. Just kind of like what you guys said. Mm. Patrick Mahomes is the classic equalizer. I mean, he can make do with whoever. Losing Chris Jones, I don't know how they make up for that. 855-212-4CBS. You're welcome to jump in. Again, we're keeping our eye on this Travis Kelsey situation. Coming up, of course, you're welcome to weigh in on Colorado. That's going to be the theme of the day. Top of the hour, Cordell Stewart, former Colorado quarterback, Buffalo's Hall of Famer, is going to join us. Of course, was also a pro bowler. With the Steelers, he will join us top of the hour. Coming up next, how is this Cowboys team different than any of the Mike McCarthy era? The Dallas coach will explain. And just a hint, it's got nothing to do with X's and O's.
Get to that in just a moment. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Stu is back from his vacation where he has promised us a pretty amazing story. I got this. I got Defensive Player of the Week. Easy. Something from Clemson Duke last night? Nope. I mean, there's a lot of fumbles, nope. interceptions, and turnovers on downs. It's we, What team have we been talking about all day? Oh, Colorado. Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. It's Travis Hunter. Has yeah. to be Travis Hunter, right? Gotta I mean, be. Had the interception, the three passes defended, and, of course, the impact on the other side of the ball, 11 catches for 119 yards. Yeah, by the way, that defense gave up 550 yards and 42 points, and he still got defense. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just saying, nobody in America played even a lick of defense all weekend long, so there weren't a lot of choices. No, I'm saying Duke last night, although that was a weird one for Clemson. I don't know. If, uh, was, I don't know if it was great defense. It was just Clemson misfire after misfire after yeah. misfire right on the goal line. It is so frustrating to watch the Tigers or any team, quite frankly, how do you run five plays inside like the two yard line and come away with no, no points? No. Uh, I was, uh, I'm a little obsessed with the Duke quarterback, Riley Leonard. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Not because of football. His basketball highlights went viral Saw last them. night. Yeah. That guy is a flat out baller. He was doing three sixties <laughs> in games. It's uh, funny because ironically the Duke basketball team is probably the one he, the one team he can't make. Yeah. He said he played pickup and he played against Paolo Boncaro once and decided he's not coming out for the basketball team. <laughs> he's like, it's a different thing. Yeah. But his dad was a college basketball player, not a football player. And by the way, Drake May's brother was Luke yep. May from North Carolina. I love a good basketball football tie-in. Although the two quarterbacks with the best college and high school careers are Daniel Jones and Drew Locke. So it doesn't always equate to <laughs> success. Well, I mean, Jones got like $90 million guaranteed. <laughs> Drew Locke. Uh... Well, yeah, I mean, Gino's got that job for sure out in Seattle. Okay, Stu, what was the big story? So you went to the Grand Canyon. Yes, I did. Atlantic City, uh, The not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Okay. Straight to Vegas, which wow. included the Grand Canyon. Wait, and you then... went AC straight to Vegas? Yes. You might be the only person in the history of the I world know. who's done it, that. It was, it was kind of crazy. The, the girlfriend and her sister had a concert in AC, so that's how that happened. Okay. That was just kind of an What ad. concert? Um, it was a country concert. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it, <laughs> it, was, it was one of those uh, country concerts. Okay. Um, and then Vegas, and then after coming up from Vegas, I moved. So it was a hectic week. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Moving's the worst. We already went through that with our bracket of the worst yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's up there. Did you... Lose any money? Yes. I lost $60. <laughs> Between Atlantic City and two Vegas casinos, I lost $60 in probably 10 minutes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a little more. I might be exaggerating. It might be like 20 to 30 minutes, but it was very quick, pain, painless and painful at the same time. Was it blackjack? No, it was a lot of slots. Slots. Yeah. All right. That'll get you every time. 60 bucks in slots in how long? Oh, man. It, it, was, it was quick. It, <laughs> it, was, it, had to be, it had to be 20-something minutes. Yeah, it's it was not so much. Fast. <laughs> but Grand Canyon was amazing. Um, I had, and this is, might be blasphemy for someone who lives in New York, but I think I had the best pizza I've ever had at this place called Pizza Rock okay. in, uh, on Fremont Street. I've been there. And you have. It was so good. I, did you get the New York one? I don't remember. I mean, that was Because they have like, different I... ones. They have like the Detroit, Chicago, yes. all of them. But I got the New York one, and it... It, it is at least up there in the best pizzas I've ever wait, had. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, wait. it's is by it the a, Golden Nugget. It's yeah. on Free. Was it Fremont? Fremont Street. Street. Yeah, Fremont so, Street. Which, by the way, like a little dicey on Fremont. Street. Which I didn't even know was a thing. I thought the strip was the main thing, and then this people are telling us to go strip. to Free. This is all. Yeah. This is way off the strip. People are telling us to go to Fremont Street. We're like, all right, let's check it out. And yeah, it was a little crazy. Let's just say it's a little yes. more like Bourbon Street. 
Yes. That kind of feel. Yes. But there's some high-end stuff kind of sprinkled in, and it is like, I remember going there, it was right before the Raiders moved, and I was like, somebody is going to get hurt here. (laughs) (laughs) You mix all the Raider fans and like the energy of the other strip. Pearl, if you've never been to Fremont Street. Is that the old school? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've been there many times. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I've never really stayed there. I've gambled a little bit. What's the one with the horseshoe? Binions. Oh, I don't. Have you guys ever spent time at Binion's Casino? It's like (laughs) it's it's amazing. It's it's old school Vegas as you get. But I am I am one of you can't say a non New York pizza is the best pizza unless it's in Italy. What are you doing? Is it that good? It's really good. I'm one of those people. I've had great pizza outside of New York. I don't care. Where outside of New York? The best pizza I've ever had in my life was at a restaurant in Crested Butte, Colorado. That's ridiculous. I will stand by <laughs> Ridiculous. It. You got to go 11,000 feet altitude. It was like it was like sitting in a, you know, a Nepalese mountain tent or something and it was amazing. I might have been the altitude got to me a little uh, bit. I'm I'll give you maybe New Haven, Connecticut, but if it's not New Haven or New York, I'm not Rome. a snob when it comes to that. There is great pizza all over this country. There's not. Yeah, yeah, there is. There, there's great pizza that's not New York pizza. You guys are such snobs. Well, I mean, you're talking about Chicago style because that's yeah. sort of a different product. Yeah, it's that's like a thick. tomato pie. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying a cheesesteak outside of Philadelphia is good, which is insane. Right, you can have great cheesesteaks, but like it's Philadelphia. No, you can't. It's the, you can. You just can't have better cheesesteaks than Philly cheesesteaks. You can't get a good cheesesteak outside of Philadelphia. No, see, see, I'll argue with that. You can get good no. pizza outside of New York. You just can't get pizza as good as New York pizza outside of New York. You can get a good cheesesteak outside of Philly, just not as good as a Philly cheesesteak. You guys got to open up your minds a little bit. I mean, <laughs> no. there's no, a whole refuse. big world out there Never making gonna all this good food. Not going to happen. Oh, my gosh. If you go, if you order a cheesesteak, if we're on the road as a show anywhere and anybody orders a cheesesteak and we're not in Philadelphia or South Jersey, that's a real problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when are you going to eat your four cheesesteaks or whatever? Oh, yeah. Your food challenge. Uh, this fall sometime when the Eagles are 9-0 and or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. Ishkabibbles? What are we going with? We going with one of the high-end places or a local dive for cheesesteaks? No, it's got to be a local dive. Listen, it, you're the one eating it. Artist choice. Yeah. I. Uh, so you're from upstate. What's the food that you must get in upstate New York? Uh, the famous food where I'm from yeah. are called Speedy's. What it's um, chicken or lamb, and it's like marinated basically in Italian dressing. You eat it on a soft Italian roll. That's it. That's, sounds good. That's that sounds thing. great. It's yeah. delicious. You can't get a speedy in Colorado. Not like Binghamton. <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> I figured it was wings, but maybe that's more of a buffalo that's thing. That's a buffalo thing, yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Stu's vacation. Okay, 855-212-4CBS. The Atlantic City to Las Vegas is aggressive. The fact that you only lost 60 bucks is a minor miracle. I thought you were going to say 600 at least. Yeah. I mean, if I kept going, it could have been it could have been 600 <laughs> very easily. I have to ask. Self-control is shocking. What price were the slots? They obviously weren't nickel slots. No, they weren't. Uh, the, so the first ones I did, I, I was doing like a dollar. But then I was going down to like 10 cents and I was losing like almost every one. You lost $60 in less than an hour on 10 cent slots. It was not good luck. You know what happened? The last time I went to AC two years ago, I turned $20 into like 110. So this is just the total opposite. The universe balancing. It's balancing. You know what happened though? You went through that slot machine and you did all that losing. And then the next person who sat down at that slot machine probably won. Girl, the girl a couple of slots down from us was having a grand old time and she's just like fist pumping the whole time. And we passed her and she had like $400 that she like in her whatever it's like account. I don't know what it's called, but yeah. she just had like $400 on it. I was like, geez, why couldn't we sell it that machine? Remember when you used to get like a cup? 
and it used yeah. to actually spit out coins and stuff. Wait, this, this that's is not like, how slots work anymore? This is like, no, this is like when I tell people I had like a rotary phone. Wait, wait, wait. People aren't walking around with coins at a casino anymore? I, I never played. <laughs> I thought that was the thing. No, they don't do that anymore. It's like on a card or something, Oh, right? that's so lame. Yeah, you print, they print out a ticket. You put a dollar bill in and they print out a ticket for you with whatever you come home with. How which for me this? was like 35 cents or something like that. <laughs> YouTube.com. I can't even buy a loosey with that. YouTube.com <laughs> slash CBS Sports Radio. Pete Tolner in the chat says, Perloff, Philly cheesesteaks at Ishkabibbles on me if your Eagles win the Super Bowl this year. Done, Pete. In fact, they don't have to be on you. We'll be so happy. We'll celebrate with cheesesteaks. Uh, Peter King made his Super Bowl pick. L- Eagles over Bills. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, he's trolling you guys. Hard. That's what I thought. I'm like, not really me because I'm used to winning Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Maggie was in a <laughs> state you. state of You've complete breakdown yeah. this morning. It's not yeah. like you're a Yankee fan. And I've seen five championships. You've won one. Uh, Get we, off that high horse. We've been to another one in five years. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just because you won Super Bowl three doesn't mean the Jets know what success is like. Yeah, Sandra can't claim to have seen that I one. I guarantee it. Uh, quickly, Derek is in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Derek, how's it going? Hey, Maggie. Hey, Perloff. How's it going? Great. Uh, dude, I just heard, Maggie, those two, those two are out of their minds, okay? You can't get a good cheesesteak out of Philly. Um, my dad out here, uh, it's actually in Camp Hill, PA, owns a Philadelphia cheesesteak restaurant. It's been there 35 years. Thank we you. Get rolls, we get rolls from Philly every single day. That's basically close enough to Philly to count, though. I mean, it depends on the roll. See, that's the thing that most people don't get. We get Lissio's rolls delivered daily every single day. There you go. That's the big difference. You know, Derek, we'll we'll put you on hold if you want to. No pressure. Feel free to send one by. Perloff might eat it on the air. Oh, heck yeah. you, You can send one in the mail, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> he says they mail him fresh every day. He's uh, don't right, though. put that in the mail. The bread is the key. And the best bread sometimes comes to South Jersey, too. So you got don't discount South Jersey cheesesteaks. They're amazing. I'm just saying I, it doesn't. You can, you can find good things outside of. Everything's got great. I love barbecue. Uh, and that is the most regional food ever. You think you can get good barbecue where we are? No. <laughs> yeah, you might have me there. It was so much better in Kansas City. It oh, really was. My God. It was so much better. <laughs> Even the bad barbecue in Kansas City was better than anything we can get here. Coming up, Cordell Stewart is going to join us. Everyone's on the Colorado bandwagon. We'll talk to the Buffaloes Hall of Famer and former Steelers Pro Bowler next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.